So hi, welcome to your noise podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with uh, Paul Michael of Record Heat. Uh, and we're asking him some questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, so what inspired the creation of the band and what does the band name mean? Oh, uh, well, me and Steve, the singer, we are super old friends. We knew each other like right out of college. Um, and we used to we used to live together. We were like a like a um, like roommates for a hot second. Uh, and uh, let's see what we just like. So so Steve at that time was doing production work mm-hmm. and more into like the sort of the hip hop world at that Ooh, point. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. he was like, um, I mean, he was a kid. He just he, he grew up and just all he, he he didn't listen to rock music at all. Like mm-hmm. until like we were like a, we were roommates basically. He was like hip hop oh, kid. Yeah. Only listened to like you know like like rap, and then and I was I was like in hardcore bands and punk bands, yeah. but we worked together at like this restaurant. You know, like we were like servers, and so we were like, well, that's cool. Let's, let's hang out. We'll we'll be roommates. We'll, like we'll make a bunch of music. So we like we uh, so we just sat around. We had this like little one bedroom, and he lived in the living room, and I lived in the bedroom, and uh. We had our little computer setups and he would like make his beats and then I would like play like bass or like guitar or whatever he needed on his beats. And then he would come in and show me how to like, you know, make a song on the computer because I had no yeah. clue at that point, you know. Mm-hmm. So so like um, so that's kind of how like the inception was. But we, we weren't actually in a band together for a while after that. He like moved to L.A., tried to be like a like, you know, like a rapper producer kind of guy. Like not, it, was, it was just like he was just like having fun out in L.A. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he was like, I really want to start a band. Everyone here in LA flakes. Oh. Uh, so he like, he, like, he came back to, uh, to, we were living in DC at the time. Mm. Okay. And so, so that's basically like, we came back, he was like, I want to make a band. And he was like, okay. And I had been in like a bunch of bands and like, and like been touring and stuff like that. And I was like, I want to be in a band with Steve because he's like one of my oldest, bestest friends, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so we started a band. Um, we were in our friend Manny's like basement. Did a bunch of recordings and then basically just kind of snowballed from there. Like Manny, who was our original guitarist, was like, I don't want to be in a rock band. I want to like produce like orchestral music. Oh, wow. But, okay. Yeah, it was, it was funny. So, but, he, but he was like, check us out. I got this other guitarist who's like a rock guitarist. And then Cal, our guitarist, came in. And it was like a perfect fit. He's like awesome mm-hmm. and like, and worked out. And then uh, um, then Cal was like, because we had an uh, initial drummer. was like, okay, I have this other drummer. And then, yeah, kind of all snowballed. So that's wow. that's the, that's the impetus. I don't know if that actually answered the question. I forgot what the question was. I just started that, talking. That that answered the question more than <laughs> most people do. Yeah, um, and then the band name. Oh, the band name, uh, Record mm-hmm. Heat. Yes. Um, so this is a uh, so this is a change. We we spent most of our um, most of our time as another band called Spirit Animal, mm. um, which is we realized uh, kind of like like a while like. Several years ago, I was like, you know what? I mean, it's it comes from a very special place. Like, you know, obviously we loved the name and stuff like that. But we um, were four white dudes, kind of appropriating a a Native American sort of. It wasn't explicitly. I mean, it's not explicitly Native American. You know, there's a whole bunch of whatever. But like, you know, it was definitely like the more we thought about it, especially me, I got more more uncomfortable. I became mm-hmm. about using an appropriative name. Yeah. Um, so like so, but we were in the middle of like a couple record deals. We got we had gotten signed to Spirit Animal, and so we had to keep the name for a little while longer. And then like mm-hmm. we got dropped from Atlantic, um, off the major label we were on, which is actually good 
because major labels suck. Um, so I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like it was, it was, it was a great experience, a great learning experience. We made some great music, met some great people, all sorts of things. But like you know, like it was kind of awesome. Once we got dropped, we were like, sweet. Now our record heat. Um, exactly. And and then like because we can finally like we weren't like obligated like it wasn't a whole bunch of paperwork anymore. We were like, mm -hmm. cool, just do it, done and done. Um, and we picked record heat. Uh, it, was, it was, I mean, it's, it's a short story. It's like, it was literally like, you know, most band names take like forever to think about whatever, like, you know, and so, but me and Cal and Steve were in a van and we were like driving back from somewhere. Uh, and we were like, okay, we got, we have to pick up a name. We have some time here. Let's do that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like drive in and Steve's like, well, okay, let me go to the lyric sheet. So we have like this Google doc that is literally like anything we think of mm -hmm. over the course of the years we've been in a van together we'll stick on this google doc like any cool lyric oh, name ly like wow. lyrics or like you know think of something cool or something funny and steve just goes to the google doc in the back seat he's got wi-fi and he took something he's like he's like how about this and we're like nah he's like how about record heat and we all like start laughing because it's mm -hmm. fucking awesome it sounds cool you know it and so we're like oh, like yeah we're like oh it's awesome and we all started laughing and kind of looked at each other and we're like done it was like literally that fast it was like oh, that, okay. that was like that was it um because we all kind of like i don't know cal's a cal's an english guy you know like a writer like steve's like super smart so like the whole like record heat like you know like this record's got heat like you know like it's it's all mm -hmm. it's fire you know whatever all that, that sort of stuff is kind of cool it's funny mm -hmm. um but also like record heat in the whole you know global warming sense which is mm -hmm. something i mean steve and i are super political people always on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, trying to like get our relatives angry, you know? So that's <laughs> yeah, that's always the goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, I don't get my relatives angry anymore on Facebook because they all blocked me. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. Except for my like mom, you know? Oh, of course. Uh, which, yeah. Which is cool. So, so, but yeah, like all my, my very conservative aunts and uncles and stuff like that do not follow me. They're, they're not there for the, the socialist commentary. Yeah. Uh, you know, so what can you do? Anyway, yeah. so so we like the two, like the the double entendre Definitely. kind of thing. So, That's yeah. sick. All right, yeah. When I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, global warming," but now mm -hmm. that you say, "Oh, record is heat, the record's fire," I'm like, "Oh, that is cool." It's a <laughs> two sides thing. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, we, we try we try to keep it, you know, deep or at least like <laughs> like two layers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fine. So, so 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 not shallow. I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, so congratulations on your newest EP, one. Thank you. Yep. Of course. How do you feel about the response to it so far? Uh, it's been great. Uh, we have a loving and adoring uh, fan base. Mm -hmm. Still called the Spanimals, so still kind of a nod to the old name. But um, yeah, who, you know, like, um, I guess we toured so much that we would see them all the time, right? Like we would like, there are people to come out to like five shows in a row or like, you know, like be on basically half the tour with us, you know, kind of like, you know, like following us around. Mm -hmm. And so we became like really good friends with them. Um, and it's funny because like a lot of, you know, like a lot of like bands have fans that are like standoffish or like, you know, like, ooh, like too cool. Like we're too yeah. cool for school or something like that, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but our fans are basically like just just hang out with us all the time. Aww. Um, so like, so they'll they'll tell us 
what they think. You mm-hmm. know, he'll be like, we play a new song on, on the show, and they'll be like, oh, that's bad. <laughs> like, oh, no. Oh, scrap that. Get, that. get that I, out of here. I, I, didn't, I didn't like that as much. I mean, those say it's bad, but it's like, I didn't like yeah. that as much as the other one. You know, oh, uh, you know what? Look, this is kind of kind of weird, you know? Like, So we have very honest fans. And so, like, so whenever we put out new music, it's it's like a, you know, we respect their opinions and stuff like that. And everyone has come back, like, super, super stoked on the new stuff. So mm-hmm. we're, it's, it's kind of like a, it's the same vein a little bit, but it's like an evolution in how we are producing and the lyric content and stuff like that. So every time we like are trying to move forward with it. And so people are moving forward with us. It's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm yeah. very happy to hear that. Yeah, uh, me too. <laughs> yeah. So what made you guys choose Nathan uh, as the lead single for the EP? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's like, it's, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm the bass player, man. I don't know. Uh, and it's not like, um, it, no, that was that was that was a fun song. Uh, we did that with Mike Del Rio of the band Powers, mm-hmm. um, and I think I can't remember the exact uh, conversations we had about like why it was first. I think it just I think it was just a, it's like a big song. It's it has like the sort of like the the duality thing that we kind of like are are it's kind of our signature like where it's like a it's both electro and very rock at the mm-hmm. same time, you know. Yeah, and so and we. We like that, you know, it's like the 21 Pilots kind of thing, like where it's just like, you know, like it's genreless, you know, like we, we like to like dip our feet into pretty much anything. So we felt since it was a rebirth of the band name, I guess, you know, and so kind of the band too, because we, we lost our drummer, uh, our previous drummer, which is good actually, because it's a better sort of like flow now. Yeah. Um, so I think it just kind of was like, you know, just like a big hard hitting uh, something we're really, really proud of and all of us had worked really hard on mm-hmm. and we were just like that, this is the one, you know, that kind of like feels like the 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 thing to lead off, you know, lead off with, put yeah. our foot forward with, you know, so. Okay, so you just cool. knew. Yeah, I mean, like you can't, we, 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 we had separated it out into like, because we have another EP coming, okay. uh, which we're still in the process of naming. I don't think we're going to name it too. Come on, that was my <laughs> next question. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right I, I can still talk don't worry i'll, I'll, I'll fill up the space um yeah uh, so we're in the process of naming it and so but we had, we had realized that like we had um uh i mean we always have songs again like the google doc we also have like a dropbox of just like unfinished songs we have probably like yeah. 50 songs just in there just kind of like sitting around um so uh what's it saying that's oh so we were able to be like okay so these three we want to put these three first because they're kind of mm-hmm. like of the new batch, the things that are, it'd be a great segue. They seem like they fit in this, you know, sort of evolution. Yeah. And the next three are another three we're really proud of, but they kind of like all relate to each other in a way. So mm-hmm. it made sense to kind of like put them into like different groupings. And so that's how we are like, okay, these three first. And then from there, it's just a three and you're like that one, you know? So, yeah. Wait, so are you going to pull like a Haley Williams and just release like a bunch of EPs and then kind of put it together as an album? Um, I think it's, kind of where we we are right now we realized i mean i'm you know i've, I've been around for a little bit like the music i have well not this long but like music back in the day was all singles right like in the 1950s mm-hmm. yeah, you know that sort of 60s whatever like until you know the beatles always like just really singles um yeah. and then it wasn't until like the late 60s you know and 70s where you have all this like, the album became like the preeminent format yeah and what's happening now is basically a sort of rever- reversion to that mm-hmm. norm from back in the 50s, you know, 60s, or early 60s. Yeah. 
of like singles being the thing. And I kind of, I, I don't know if it's just because of like my, my like Twitter usage or ADD or whatever the, it, it is. Like I kind of like just having these sort of like spurts of creativity information, you know, like yeah. kind of like, I kind of like that sort of method because it instead of like being like, oh, all this work and you have to kind of like be creative and then do this thing and record and, you know, mix and all this sort of stuff. And then you go out for two years on the same material. Mm -hmm. This way, it's kind of like a, a constant sort of state of creation, performance, creation, performance, um, you know, gestation, yeah, you know, whatever sort of stuff. So I, I think I like this format better. Mm -hmm. And so I, th I know we're, we're going to put on like, we're going to put out three EPs, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, I think that's kind of like the the near future stuff stuff. I don't even know if we're going to call it an album at the end of it. I think it's just like, you know, the EPs are the EPs. They're just, they're mm -hmm. out there. They're the thing, you know? So yeah. um, okay. that's what's going to be how it is. That's fair. All right. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the EP name or cover art? And you kind of already answered my question, but will you ever put out a two, three, four, or is it just one? Actually. So that's one of the, that's the name two, three, four was like my, uh, my suggestion for this next EP. Oh, just one. Well, no, there's one and then two, three, four. Two, three, four. <laughs> oh my God. Like, two, three, four. Duh. You know, like I said, I mean, like, mm -hmm. it's, it's, so that's kind of, I thought was kind of funny, but I guess not really if I have to explain it. So. Oh, no, no. <laughs> it, I didn't have a visual, but when you explained it, I, I understand. That'd be sick. Yeah. 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 So I, I don't know. Or calling it two T-O or T-O-O. Um, I don't know. Something, something where it's not just like the, the linear. Mm-hmm expected thing uh but shoot now i lost the train of thought we, oh. Oh, oh one obviously one because it's you know sort of the rever rebirth so this, this we kind of consider this our first album as okay. this band so that they make, made sense you know mm -hmm. um the art is kind of funny because like you know like we we're not like crypto nerds at all or anything like that you know mm -hmm. we're not uh but steve was you know, like kind of going out. We love the artwork and I shoot, I'm, I'm, my brain is so bad. I don't know what the name of the artist is right now. I should, but I don't. But he's working with our artist that made the mm -hmm. made the EP cover and realized it looks so freaking cool. Cause it's like, it's got like this like weird, like, you know, it's got the number and our name in this like, you know, Utah desert yeah. landscape thing. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, cool. And we were doing this like last year and we're like, we'll make an NFT because we're the first ones to ever do it. And then, then like, then like, you know, you know, segue to like this year and we're like, we're still trying to struggle through it, struggle through it. And then all of a sudden, like, not only are we like the last ones to do an NFT, <laughs> uh, yeah. by the time we put our, like the NFT out, like, it's like, it's kind of like, whatever you know it's passe but like but it looks so cool and so like so you know it's it wasn't necessarily our intention to do like crypto art but we were like oh this is cool and we had a blast doing it and the artwork's great and we love the artwork so but yeah that's okay it. that's um, my rant ramble on that because we're talking about it now i wanted to ask did you guys get any backlash for releasing an nft and why did you release was it just because like oh let's just do it or was there anything well, behind that you know, so this thing too like it was kind of like a weird because like it wasn't until like we were most way through the process, we just like, we're like, duh, this takes up so much friggin' bandwidth. Um, and it is not energy efficient in any sort of way. And that's kind of the thing. Like we kind of were like, ah, crap. Mm -hmm. um, but we didn't tour at all last year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, I, you know, I like to think that like the energy offset of our van, you know, <coughs> putting 150,000 miles on it versus, you know, like the, the 
the NFT. Maybe mm-hmm. we, you know, there's still a, you know, good offset on that. Um, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not, it's just a ration rationalization, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, I, I wish, and I hope that that world um, becomes more environmentally conscious and efficient, mm-hmm. obviously as with everything I do like the idea as someone who remembers, you know, a CD. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the idea of making, uh, creating an art in having a product from that art, even if it is digital, it is, you know, like there's something about like owning people still love to buy LPs. Cause like they like albums. They like the physical thing, you know, mm-hmm. people yeah. still buy books, you know, stuff like that. So like, <clears throat> it's since streaming is basically ubiquitous, it's hard to kind of like, I like the idea of, you know, readdressing the desire to have something of your own, of something connects you with the band, with the artist mm-hmm. that is um, a product and a thing that is yours, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do like that a ton about NFTs. I think that's really cool. A really cool part of it. Downside is, you know, it, burns up the world and mm-hmm. yeah. you know, islands are going underwater. So like, so, you know, like it's, it's like, you know, it's, you know, they're not the yeah. same, I guess, not the equivalent, but it's, it's something you have to fight with. Like, you know, every decision though, that's the thing too. Like that's the part about being political, being like whatever, like, and, and it's not that every decision you make is right. And Lord knows we've made some wrong decisions. Uh, Lord knows I have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that like, you know, like you're, it's growth. It's, you know, trying to be better. The next time around every day yeah. further you know sort of so, so like i think i hope we learned from that experience we are grateful for that experience having been done um and i think we're aware of the pitfalls now in a way we weren't before which is mm-hmm. also good it's growth we call it growth exactly exactly yeah. that's fair mm-hmm. uh so can you tell me a little bit a little bit about your writing process for the cp oh yeah um so these are all songs we'd like done all the songs with um for the atlantic record and we had met all these people out in la um and we decided on our own like on our own dime <clears throat> to, to go back out to la mm-hmm. and like hang out with these people and like and and do a bunch of um uh like just writing sessions just for fun we had nothing in like nothing sort of we were still touring a ton we had no particular reason to do it. We were just like, let's just go out to LA, have fun and do some writing sessions. And so like the first one was, it was, uh, um, actually the first one might've been Sir Nolan with, uh, um, uh, what am I saying? What's the last one network. Um, so I think that one was the earliest one and we did, it was like just super fun. So Sir, Sir Nolan and us, and for these sessions, we basically just went in and, it's kind of weird. These LA sessions are super weird because they're basically just like you meet someone for the first time and you sit down and your whole thing is like, write a song, you know? It's yeah. like you're like, like on the spot and you're like, you're write a song, you know? And so so we sit down and everyone has their own kind of like process and, and you know, so like he's he's got this really nice studio and so like we're basically sitting there and he's like futzing through some stuff and we're like, oh, it's kind of cool. It's like, you know, like um, he had like had like this kind of super um, weird not weird it was like kind of like like kind of almost like retro beat for that one and so for this one so he like kind of put it in and then i was like cool no one else was doing anything so i was like all right i'm just gonna put a bass on on it 
And so we were like futzing around and then the baseline came. And that's kind of one of the, the biggest drivers of that song is kind of said like, uh, like cool baseline. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, cool. And so he like went around, and put a bunch of like electronic things on it. Then I got real high and <laughs> basically spent the rest of that session not saying a word. Wow, yeah. Um, and then Coop and, and Cal, um, Steve Coop. Steve Cooper. So if I say Coop or Steve, it's the same person. Okay. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> good to know. So Coop, good to know. Yeah, Coop and Cal, like they they both like um, then they took over, and then, and so and and so Steve like ended up like he does this thing where he like gets super. He's like super smart, right? So he like gets really intense, mm-hmm. and I think he was actually higher than I was, but is more functional. And yeah. so like he's like he's like he's really intense, and he like he goes through his whole thing, and it's like and uh, and he has this thing where like we're all like chip in for lyrics or like like melody ideas and he'll be like mm, no we can beat that we can beat that <laughs> and so oh, okay, yeah, yeah so, so he's like he's, he keeps doing that and keeps doing that until finally he's like comfortable singing with the words and then he'll do mm-hmm. like a, a do like a take so that was basically our day it was just steve like pacing me barely conscious cal you know playing guitar parts and trying to keep coop focused and and that was that that was that thing so that was fun um but that was that's that kind of thing so the the del rio session for nathan was kind of the same way um but every once in a while we, we i mean we haven't done the writing in a room in a while mm-hmm. like we don't like as a band with our instruments jam yeah you know yeah. we uh, we haven't done that and you know lord knows when the last time we did that um <laughs> It's fair. Yeah. So we rehearse, you know, but like, you know, before we go out and tour and stuff, but like, you know, for the most part, it's, I'm on my computer doing production work. Um, Steve's on his computer doing like production work. Um, and then we'll have something like the beginnings of something. And it's usually Steve and Cal do the melody and lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're usually on that. Steve's, I mean, Cal's like a really good top liner. He like his melodies are awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, and Steve is so like, I mean, he has to sing the thing. So he's, it makes sense for him to like, you know, be okay with singing those words, you know? Yeah. So, so he, um, so he, and he's like, I don't know, his mind just works that way. Um, I'm better just like doing production work and writing music parts. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how we delegate. So. That's Solid. Uh, can you tell me where your headspace was while creating the EP? Um, I mean, like the, Oh, those three songs were done over the course of a year. So like, it's kind of like, it's, you know, like for each particular session, you know, it's, it's whatever. I think I told you where my headspace was on, on, <laughs> on that one, on network. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, each one's kind of different. And like, in, it's, course, it's course a year. And so I, th- I think this one, there is some concurrent, um, uh, whatever, the topic, is sort of like the same for all three yeah. of them, and and they are tend they tend to be like, we we were touring a ton, poor as hell, you know, having to deal with a bunch of like um, label bullshit. We I can curse on this podcast, is that yeah. correct? Because yeah. I, yeah. I do I am trying to not curse, but I feel like no, I'm you... cursing a lot. Um, yeah, you can curse. Um, fuck yeah. Uh, so like, <laughs> so we were dealing with a lot of label bullshit. We like when we like basically just like. Um, I think, I think, and spending so much time in a van together mm-hmm. is good and bad. It's good because you become like family and like brothers. Uh, it's bad because you 
can now yell at the person like he's your brother you know this i mean yeah. it's, like, it's, it's, it's a whole it was like a whole bunch of like a like a we were very emotional um and going through a ton of stuff and so i think more so than anything else because we don't we're not necessarily like or steve isn't necessarily from when i well, stuff i do on my own my solo stuff and stuff like i like it's like it's, it's it's definitely very emotional um but steve like the way his writing style was is is it's more generalized it's more like a universal yeah sort of concepts and stuff like that but for the first time in our career as a band steve was writing more personally hmm. um and writing about basically our frustrations um you know just just being you know trapped in a van together and and having to deal with all this sort of stuff and like you know having people back home that you missed and having uh things turn out the way you wanted to and then not turn out the way you wanted to at the same time sort of stuff you know like you know yeah. so so we, we you know it wasn't it's not like i'm not gonna, I'm gonna complain about the opportunities we were given because we get we got like a lot of opportunities we got we able to tour with big bands we were able to like you know like hang out have a good time make a little money you know like um or not be not be dead poor like we were you know on the early tours but like is it was there were good things about it, but there was, it was just, it's just a lot of emotional baggage and weight when you do as much as we did in the time that we did it. So yeah. it's, it, it was, it's good for Steve, especially to like have the outlet of um, these songs being a personal sort of way to communicate some of these frustrations. And also like, it's cathartic, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. you get to, you get to do this creative stuff. You get to be, you know, a little, little ragey, you know, uh, a little emotional, you know, on, 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 in the, in the studio and it helps like sort of center you and, you know, make clear what you didn't necessarily, uh, have clear before. So, yeah. That's Makes awesome. Sense. Uh, so what band or artist influence do you think you can hear the most on the CP? Oh shit. So, well, here's, here's the thing about this band, okay. right? Is mm -hmm. it like, I, I, I'm like, I, I came from punk and hardcore and mm -hmm. I listened to a lot of like indie pop and like synth wave and stuff like that, you know, and like, and Steve comes from hip hop and like, I don't think he, he doesn't listen to anything that's more than six months old. Oh, <laughs> you know, like, okay. yeah, he's, he's like, he's like future focused oriented at all times. Yeah. Uh, and Cal, I think, he is like like songwriting centric so his favorites are like you know the beatles or or you know tom petty or the eagles or you know like um uh like david rodriguez and, and a bunch of like like alt country and country people and like so like, so like we have very disparate yeah. influences and tastes right like <laughs> yeah so so the idea that we can all like exist together in the same space and actually create is of itself a miracle you know a miracle yeah, yes really exactly. so 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 that's i mean that's pretty much it so like so when you when you t talk about like influences for any sort of specific piece like um they're pretty much all over i mean like because like because steve is a huge i mean he does production work for other artists and stuff like that too so he like i mean he's constantly on that tip of like learning new stuff like you know mm -hmm. what's the new logic you know plug in where can i find new sounds online you know yeah. like how can i upgrade my splice account you know and shit like that and like I, i'm you know like and i i like i like nerd out on youtube videos about how to make like your sound more 
vintage and authentic and you know like yeah. how, how to do some weird weird shit like that you know like and so so it's like you know you hear what you want to hear and, and the, the fact of the matter is that you're probably right right like you know like oh i hear this band on there or i hear this artist on there like mm-hmm. yeah you probably do yeah <laughs> okay. one of the three of us definitely listen to that artist you know so mm-hmm. so you know and i think that's kind of it i mean like it's yeah it's just a it's just a fun process because by the end of the day like we all three in our different ways love songwriting and so it's funny because you can make a song out of three different directions and still come up with something that's like coherent Mm -hmm. because songwriting i think fundamentally good songwriting is good songwriting and i hope that that you know comes through in what we do too but like that's that's the process you know yeah so solid all right um (laughs) so this one should be super super fast off the top of your head i want you to describe this ep for new listeners in three words uh frenetic energetic come on Ugh, are you gonna get another ick i'm trying to mm-hmm. frenetic energetic he's choking he's uh, choking he's choking i am choking <laughs> I, mean, okay. I, think I can think of the spastic and it's not spastic although okay <laughs> sometimes it's spastic um, I'm just gonna say pop. So frenetic pop. energetic. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you right. go. So, I, I was so excited. You really let us down there, but it's okay. Oh Christ! Now I'm gonna have. I'm, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come up with a perfect three-letter thing, three-word thing. You'll DM us on Twitter later, and you'll be like, "Here's the three-letter yeah, thing." Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I fucking got it. Oh, it's, oh it's like all Can my we do it arg- over again? Yeah, yeah. All my arguments in high school, same deal. Like a like a week really? later, like, oh, I know exactly what to say to that guy. Really would have, really would have gotten there. Um, <laughs> so this question should be like in that same train of thought. Uh, is there a certain feeling uh, you want your listeners to have while going through the EP? Um, I think I, I like the word joy. Not necessarily that they should be like happy, but they, it should make you feel um upbeat. Like the whole not not necessarily like feel good, smile more. You know, it's like more yeah. like you know, like it's it's. The capacity to feel energized and and get up and move you know mm-hmm. um and i think there is an optimism even with like the, the 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 content you know that we're dealing with stuff like that there's still sort of a uh sense of being able to overcome it mm-hmm. and i think that's true about all of our you know our own personal ethics as well is that we are all in our heart like romantics and optimists you know mm-hmm. you know and we believe that it's going to be okay mm-hmm. so joy oh that's very wholesome i like that a lot <laughs> <laughs> shit just got really serious I there did. for a yeah, second yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Was like a, i just oh i told you about smoking weed and being oh yeah complete left turn yeah yeah trying trying to do trying to do both giving here. me whiplash yeah. over here god damn <laughs> uh so where do you see the band in the next five years uh i mean trucking you know we we mm-hmm. uh, hopefully will make more music play more shows you know that's 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 all I care about, really. You know, being able to do that and being able to do it, and you know, pay rent. So that's 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 the life, you know. Definitely. For so, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're actually shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. <laughs> so if you're on death row, what would your last oh. meal be with a drink? 
I was, I was gonna say the record label because everybody so says that. Say that. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, well, sorry. What would be my last drink? Last meal with a drink. With last a meal with a drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my desert island meal. So I guess it would probably be my last meal anyway. It's just right. a burrito. I love burritos. Ooh. Like mm-hmm. you know, but like um, carnitas, especially mm-hmm. a big old mm-hmm. like California style carnitas burrito. Um. That would be the that would be the meal. Okay. Uh, the drink would be a Negroni. What is that? It is equal parts uh, gin, okay. sweet vermouth, and Campari. It is delicious. Okay. You should all, you I didn't should, know if that was like a beer or something. I was like, no, no, no. It is a okay. cocktail. It's a very very delicious aperitivo. Interesting. All right. Sounds good. I've never had alcohol, but I'm sure it's good. <laughs> uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? A fictional world? Ooh. World, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm okay being like a geek here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can I, I mean, like, it's, um, it's going to be a fictional universe, and it's probably going to be The Expanse. Oh, I, that... I don't think I've heard of that. Like a, it's like a, it's a book series. There's, they have like a, it's like there's a TV show now. Um, mm-hmm. It's sci-fi. It's yeah. <laughs> it's for nerds. But it's like it's cool because like it's like a it's like a fully realized world where it's not like just like utopian. It's like it's gritty and you know, mm-hmm. and there's still the same sort of like it's like it still deals with like. I always loved sci-fi, not necessarily like Octavia Butler and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm not, I, like, I always get Octavia Spencer and Butler confused. Octavia Butler, um, because it's a great way to do big issues, yeah. but apart from you, right? So yeah, Octavia Butler used to like, does like a ton of like, you know, like she started writing way back when and then she would, she, her whole thing is like taking racism, especially racism mm-hmm. in the US and then like <clears throat> taking all the things, but then making aliens be the people that are being oppressed you know like so yeah. like so like kind of con- like you know like it's a way to make something that's big and serious mm-hmm. and remove it from you yeah to look at it objectively right mm-hmm. yeah so all those issues that we have here about like you know shit we have so many yeah it's sometimes it's sometimes cool to like see them outside of the personal mm-hmm. and so you can kind of be like okay this there's this is it's a universal truth and these mm-hmm. things are self-evident and like, duh, you'd want that to be corrected, you know, mm-hmm. regardless yeah. of like whatever. So like, it's kind of like, I don't know. I, I, I love sci-fi for that. It's like, it's, there's a, there's a undercurrent of like utopianism and intellectual curiosity and also like, you know, just hitting the big, the big themes, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But in a cool way, with lasers. Exactly, yeah. Only in a cool way. <laughs> uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question, and every mm-hmm. single person we've spoken to said that it is the most important question. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Oh, geez. What All right. is your favorite color? Oh, orange. Easy. Specific oh. shade of orange? Uh, something not too Halloween-y. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, don't like, I don't like a bright orange. Mm-hmm. And never, never wear orange and black, kids. Never wear orange and black. Mm-hmm. It's always, it's like a, you don't want to be that guy. Yeah. You're calling out um, glory here. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to me out right now. Okay. Wait, right, wait, no, is that, oh, no, but that's different. No, no, I'm saying like, you know, like, yeah, like a full orange hoodie oh, and yeah, like yeah, black yeah, yeah. pants, you know. It's fine to have orange on something. You're doing, you're doing fine. It's Thank good. You. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. You're doing great, actually. Love it. Thank you. Thank Got this you. fashion love thing it. down to a science, glory. <laughs> 
Um, so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys, anything that you would like to plug? Not you guys. Oh yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, we'll always plug the. Well, I'll plug the nice thing for us. Spanimals, our our uh, listeners, our fans are always amazing, amazing human beings. So I always like to give a shout out to them because they are the best humans ever. Um, two, I'll just plug all the the web web presence stuff, socials. Oh, um, Record Heat US is how you find us. So recordheat.us or Record Heat US on everything. So so always always look for the recordheat.us or Record Heat US on on your your major socials, except for Facebook, because Facebook won't let us change the name because Facebook is obviously evil. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so yeah. So Instagram, uh, TikTok, LinkedIn. I don't think I don't think we are on LinkedIn. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Twitter definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So I don't think we need to get the band a job. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna uh, say. <laughs> all right. Uh well no, thank yeah. you for sitting down with us. This has been Paul from Record Heat and uh We're the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>